Hello and welcome to the Millennial Minute, where we get the opinions of a generation. I'm your host, Aha Shroff, and this week we discuss how has news media access affected our world? Everyone says that millennials are so different to every other generation, that we don't fit neatly within the giant cultural meshwork that our parents and grandparents have laid out for us. My hope for these weekly 5-10 to minute podcast sessions, in between the regular interviews, was that it would let me shed some light on what makes us unique, and why that's something to be cherished and not looked down upon like a lot of social media and news networks would have us believe. So I thought, this can't be too hard. I'll just Google the most influential events for millennials, and I'll pick one of those to talk about. Unfortunately, life's not that simple. As I read through the list, I got more and more, not sad, but apathetic. Regardless, it wasn't something I expected to feel. The events were all tragedies. They were full of heartbreak, ruin, death, devastation. Just got me thinking. The silent generation saw the birth of rock and roll. They saw the first man on the moon, and they got to experience firsthand the power of individuals through the civil rights movement. The baby boomers got Woodstock and saw the voting age get lowered. Gen Xers saw the end of apartheid and even saw the first Mac computer. And what do they list for us? They say that we're defined by our experiences of getting hit with the hardest economic downturn that we should be defined by the general sense of uneasiness and unrest that came along with 9-11. They conclude by saying that we are the most optimistic generation, as though that's all we have left to strive for. I disagree. I think that our optimism is what defines you and me as millennials. Our ability to face ever-growing obstacles and come through, definitely not unscathed, but still swinging. Sure, we don't have a war that we all needed to enlist for, like World War II or Vietnam, but we aren't asking for that form of glory. There are many of us who do enlist because we believe that we are doing what is best for our friends and family, not for a grandiose vision that we are trying to fulfill. We've seen enough sadness in the world to last a lifetime. All we're trying to do is put a broken world back together. (sighs) Okay, so I did not realize how serious I was getting. The more you get to know me, the more you'll realize I'm not always this melodramatic. Pretty chill most of the time. Oh, and that I'm a giant nerd who can't resist the opportunity to throw in quotes from my favorite characters whenever I get the chance. So here's Gandalf talking about what I think millennials are all about. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All you have to decide what to do with the time that is given to you. So I've changed what these weekly episodes are going to be about. I was hoping to talk about all the good things that define millennials, things that will hopefully brighten up your day and make you feel proud to be a contributing member of this generation. We've accomplished so much in the past 20 years, and we accomplish so much more every single day. A large part of that is due to the work we do. But that wouldn't be fair. That wouldn't be accurate. That's not necessarily all that we are. We're not all positive, happy people all the time. 
there's a lot of nuance to our characters that other people sometimes don't really understand. So I'm hoping to capture the perspectives of as many people as I can as part of the millennial generation to show you guys that we're all diverse, we're all unique in our own ways, but there are strands that tie us all together. So let's sit back and talk about today's Millennial Minute. I think a good place to start with the first episode is to go a little meta and tell you how the Millennial Minute is the first example of what makes our generation successful. We are always connected to the news. Even if it feels like we're not really learning, we're always absorbing new information and using it to further our own dreams and goals. So let's talk about how millennials are the most informed about what's going on in the world. I'm going to split this topic into three distinct sections. We'll discuss what was wrong with previous generations' way of doing things, what we've improved on, and finally, but most importantly, how do our improvements make the world a better place? So what exactly was wrong with the way the previous generation was running things? The first thing that comes to mind is the relationship between the news outlets and the overall population of the United States during the Vietnam War. Now, I know this example most likely only works for American audiences, but I'll be sure to get more and more global examples as my knowledge of the global millennial population grows. During the Vietnam War, Americans at home were told by the government that our soldiers were winning the war with ease, when in reality, they were struggling against the guerrilla tactics of the Viet Cong. It was the job of news journalists who had to fight controversy and speak out against White House officials. They risked their lives to get footage of the truth. It took individuals with great courage to strip away the lies, and while it is beyond commendable, it shouldn't be how the world works. We deserve to know what's going on in the world and have an opinion on it whether or not we want to take action. We should never lack the fundamental freedom of choice by not being informed. So, what have we improved on? So obviously that implies that I think we have gotten better informed over the years, right? Yeah, it does. I'll throw you guys a personal example before we get into the research. Now don't worry, I'm not sponsored by them. Can you imagine how crazy it would be if I was sponsored by episode 2? Nah, but I love the Daily Skim. If you haven't heard of it, it's like a daily mail system that provides you information for all like the major events that happened in the previous day. Less than like 2 minutes of reading. The reason I brought them up is because they do their best to provide me with a fairly unbiased source of news. Now, after reading them for a couple of years, I can definitely tell over time that they lean left, but they try to keep it out for the most part and use objective language. This has allowed me to keep pace with the news and the world without getting obsessed by it, allowing me to make informed decisions whenever I can. In terms of staying informed, millennials are actually the most supportive generation of things like public libraries, and they constitute a majority percentage of like the total users of those systems. If that's not enough, we're also constantly absorbing information, whether it's through Facebook or Instagram or just viral videos from talk shows. We are immersed in this stuff, and we are so much better for it. Now, I guess it comes down to, why does any of this make the world a better place? Those things I listed come with their own flaws. Just this morning, I saw media outlets posting that President Trump supporters are bad because they tweeted some mean things at the local news channel. And another saying liberals are tearing this country apart because they protest too much. Obviously to you and me, those seem like fairly innocuous things. Not completely, but fairly innocuous. Who cares what they say? They aren't hurting anybody physically. But the news channels use much stronger rhetoric. And our apathy about them doing things like this is why the world has had a downward trend in terms of compassion and camaraderie in the past decade. I'll be honest with you guys. 
I don't support most of what the far right says, and I don't necessarily support everything the far left proposes, but I always remember that the blame falls on me, however the US or the world turn out. This podcast isn't about blaming anyone, but rather accepting our responsibilities and acknowledging our weaknesses. This isn't about them. This is about us and our ability to change the world. We have the ability to have news delivered to our phones every morning and being able to interact with our representatives within the same five minutes of reading that article. That's incredible and something that, while it's been around for a long time, has reached a new level of ease of access. The role of the government is to do what we tell them within reason. If we aren't pressuring them, we're letting a valuable tool escape our grasp. It's the equivalent of turning on your lawnmower and just letting it loose. Oops, it ran into my house. Well, what did you expect? Now, that sounded really preachy and I'm sure your politically motivated friend tells you the same thing on all their Facebook statuses. <laughs> but I'm not that good at it either. I think if I stay out of the way for the most part, everything will work itself out. But that's an ideology that we could get away with when we were younger. Not anymore. We need to be held responsible because we're adults now. Even if most of us don't have the things that made the previous generation adults, uh, kids by 30s with a nice house and a car, it's made us somewhat disillusioned to what it means to be an adult. I'll tell you what I do and what you can do too. I vote in every election, but I don't need you to do that. I need you to read up on the candidates for every local and state election. They're the people you can open up a discourse with. I participate in my university's political system knowing full well that however little impact I make, I'm doing something to make the world a better place. And I'm not even somebody who cares that much about politics, but I care about my future and I hope you do too. Now, just a little disclaimer at the end, but I just want to be clear, I'm not ratting on older generations. They've all improved the world in their own way. If you want to know why I'm focusing on the millennial generation, you just tap to scroll up and read the title of the podcast. And please, be sure to tweet us at Pod Millennials if you thought any of our facts were wrong, if you disagree with anything I said, or even if you just want to say hi. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Go out and make the world a little bit better, Millennials, and I'll see you next time on the Millennial Minute. Hey guys, um, I'm just adding this post note to thank all of you who provided comments and constructive criticism. I really appreciate how much you guys are trying to make this a better podcast, and hopefully we can turn it into a really huge thing together. Thanks again. Bye.